Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure. Hang to the heavens, don't let no heaven on the guest, yes, glory is destiny. Good evening, and welcome to Beyond Talk with Faith Moore McKinney, and this is a wonderful night for you to be here. I'm joined by Ms. Jacqueline Taylor-Adams, our producer. She'll be on and off um, momentarily, I guess. On there. Are you there, Jacqueline? Nope. Okay. Well, it's just us tonight, and today's topic... Oh, oh I'm I sorry, Faith. That's okay, I'm Jacqueline. sorry, Faith. How you I was doing? here. I I keep I'm, I have because I've been in the studio for so long. I have things muted, and I keep forgetting, and I'm just talking. I'm like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I don't hear you. <laughs> How are you today? How are you? Sounds like everything's going pretty good. Well, yes, yes, yes. It's busy trying to close this year out and get everything ready for the next year. You know, got contracts and, you know, trying to get everything set up so we can yeah, I can this is start our last 2017 show for the year. rolling. Yes, mm-hmm. our last show, this is our last show for the year. 
Um, yeah. Been on the air about what six months now. This is our eleventh yes. show. I episode know. 12. Uh, 12. This is episode 12. Oh, episode 12. What? Time yes, flies. This is our 12th episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, why let's talk about um, why we are on the air. You know, let's talk about uh, the reason for Beyond Talk and, and what we're here to support. Who are we here to, um, to uplift um, with our broadcast? All right. Um, well, today, you know, we're going to be talking about schmingling. This is schmingling part two, and we, I've asked everyone, have you ever been schmingling? So for all of, the, of you who've never been schmingling, um, Faith's going to tell you more about it later. But the Beyond Talk with Faith Moore McKinney is the official radio broadcast of the Black Economic and Entrepreneurship Development Conference and Expo. It is B-E-E-D-C, and it is a, was a year-long experience, and we function virtually, you know, as we build up and connect with our audience. It is a partnership with the Urban Tech Fair, and the B-D-D-E-C is about entrepreneurship, economic development, and what makes us a little bit different while we, we do focus on the economic professionals, so economic development professionals, and a lot of those, a lot of you are in government because when we talk about economic development, we're talking about city planning, region planning, national planning, how we're going to, you know, how to develop the economy and various things. Um, and for too long, most of us as African Americans are not at that table when they're doing the planning, and our communities are not thought of, not the best of our communities when that planning is happening. So we want to make sure that we're part of it, we understand what it is, how it impacts us, and so on. But with um, an entrepreneurship development, for that part, we're looking for people in business, um, small business, non-employees or less. If you're in business and you're just looking to develop yourself develop a certain aspect of your business. Because what's so different about the BEEDC, our main difference is really it's an intensive. We work at it. We talk about subjects. You get to meet the presenters. So when we actually do come together in, um, it'll be October this year, but when we actually do come together for the live intensive, you'll know people like just, you know, meeting up with people and, you know, our really goal is that most of the topics won't just be started there, that you would have, you know, done some prerequisite work, done some groundwork, so that when you come there for three days, you're going to have two full days, um, two, two and a half full days, all day Friday or all day Saturday, half day on Sunday. If you come early, is even a half day on Thursday. That's more networking. But you will really be well versed in whatever you're coming for, whatever is your main thing. Absolutely. You'll be versed in that, as opposed to going around to a lot of different sessions and getting a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So you get the opportunity <laughs> to network, and and we're engaging with each other already now. So even your networking will be more. You get more out of your network. But um, that's our main difference. We really want to focus on developing because there are a lot of conferences. You know, you get motivated. You get all of these different people and all. So it's no need in reinventing the wheel. And the other thing that makes us different is we bring a community. It is the whole ecosystem. So while we want to develop the entrepreneur and we want to understand economic development because it's really, you know, large part of that is about business development. That's 90% of economic development is real estate and business development and how do we keep our commerce going. So the businesses really need to understand, you know, how they play their role and what's the, you know, what's the best strategies and what will be happening in their regions. But um, even more yeah, important, what is a business without a customer? Exactly. So we bring and, in you know, the community, and there are right. so many 
of our community stakeholders, people in it, they want to help. How do we make our communities? How do we serve our businesses? I want to recycle dollars, but I don't fully know how. What's the best way to engage? So, and and that that's the that's how we bring our people to the table. You know, um, creating mm-hmm. a forum for us to to present our ideas and our issues. And, you know, Bill Crawford, he's a former uh, city county councilman here in Indianapolis. He said, if you don't have a seat at the table, then you're on the menu. And that means if you don't have a seat at the table making the decisions about who's getting what, what, what funds are going where, who's going to live where, what's, what's happening in your, in your town, if, you don't, if you're not at the table, and that means you're on the menu. You're going to be eaten. <laughs> you're going to be eaten. So you, it's important, it's imperative for all of us to have a seat at the table. And, you know, this uh, EEEDC conference is where it's at. This is where you start to have the dialogue and meet the people who are creating the table for us to all eat at. So... Definitely, that, definitely. So I like much. that. Yes. If you're not at the table, you'll be on the menu and you'll get you're eaten. You're on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you are on the menu. So we don't want that. We want to make sure that, you know, we have a, a way to get our voices heard. And, you know, no matter how yes. big or small your business is, you need, you deserve to to have a voice. And uh, yeah. and so that kind of leads me into why we have schmingling. Are you familiar with schmingling, Jacqueline? Yes, I actually bought the book two days ago. <laughs> All yeah, right. I said my book should be here before the New Year's come. I should have my book. <laughs> All right. I well, actually, yes, I, I bought the paperback. <laughs> I'm tired of the Kindles. I wanted I wanted a paperback, something I could hold and look at. <laughs> I, right, I'm tired of everything some, digital. <laughs> well, the yeah, pages. So, you know, I, I sort of think that things are, are kind of going back to um, the more tactile, um, you know, books and, you know, having the whole experience. Uh, things and, and this kind of leads ties into schmingling. So schmingling is the art of being well connected through blatant self promotion. And you know, I came up with that because I wanted a seat at somebody's table too. I wanted my voice to be heard, but you know, as a really, really micro small business owner, or what I thought was a business, um, I wanted to be seen, and I wanted to be recognized as an authority. And I figured, you know, if, if I want that, I'm sure other entrepreneurs really, you know, kind of experimenting. Schmingling is, is the, the, the entire book goes through my um, journey of experimenting with, you know, get, gaining authority, gaining credibility where there was none. You know, how do you build that? And when you're a business owner, it's crucial. You have to have a trail of success for others to follow, especially on social media, so they can see uh, what you're doing and they can grow to know, like, and trust you, which is key. You know, no matter how much we, we are in the digital age, you still have to know, like, and trust the person you're doing business with. So um, I created Schmingling in order to uh, kind of systematize a way for people to to be able to create a um, an a authority to create credibility and create relationships and connection between other people who can help the small business owner or the person who you know maybe just wants a, a job um, create a relationship with the people that you need to be in touch with so that's what schmingling is, and that's why I um, did that. Do you want to? How do you want to do this? Do you want to have like a question answered? Do you want to? I have a, a few notes here, but how do you want to present this? Well, I know um, last week you you started um, 
I didn't get a chance yet to get my book, but um, you did give us a, a great definition okay. of Schmingling. So I guess from, um, let me get um, a little closer to make sure you can hear me better. I apologize. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, great. I guess the best way to start is, you know, um, I'm an entrepreneur. I could be a community mm-hmm. stakeholder, a business professional, and I want to schmingle. So, you know, what is my first step? What is my okay. first step? What is this, um, you know, core things, you know, you know, what is my first step? Some core things I just need to have in order. And then, you know, when I meet people, you know, um, how do I know who to schmingle with? Um, is, is, you know, can any, any time I step out and interact, could, can that be an opportunity to schmingle? I guess All that's right. the best way yeah, to get okay. started. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's get, let's, um, I guess we'll create an avatar, somebody that we can kind of uh, lead them on um, the way to schmingling. So we're gonna we're gonna go with someone who, let's say, um, someone who has a. Here, let's do this. I know someone who has a product, and it's a water purification system. I believe that's what we were talking about last time. Uh, the water purification system, and you know, it's all done. It's all set, but nobody knows that he has this water purification system that could possibly help. Um, alleviate the problem of uh, polluted water all over the world. You know, we have millions of people who don't have clean water. And we have one person who is here in the Midwest who has the solution, but nobody knows who he is. That's a problem. So let's think about who this person, let's call him, we're going to call him Phil. Let's call, let's say Phil, uh, is a uh, a business owner, inventor. He has this product that could possibly, um, you know, alleviate a lot of the world's problem with uh, polluted water. But nobody knows who he is. So what we need to do with Phil is, let's say, Phil, who could use your product? And we're going to pretend like your product is a, a job or your skills or you know your um, your talent. You can kind of uh, inter- interchange Phil's product with a service or um, with a skill that you wanted to deliver. So kind of put yourself into that position. So Phil has a, a product that could be used by, let's say, survivalists. So people who are um, those who want to live off the grid, you know, those who want to live um, off of just the land itself, and they don't want to have to depend on, you know, government utilities, water, electricity, none of that. So they want to depend on solar energy, solar power, you know, everything from the earth. And there's a huge market for that. There's a huge niche of people who are survivalists. Now, what Phil could do if he wants market to the to the survivalists is, let's say, he wants to. Um, Talk to the leading survivalists, the people who are leaders in that space. So how would he connect with those? Well, <clears throat> first you could look, look up on, uh, online and find the people who are the thought leaders in the survivalist space. And <clears throat> you're going to look that up, and let's say it's uh, Merle Haggard. He used to play, uh, who was Merle Haggard? He was Grizzly Adams, right? But we'll we'll just say Merle Haggard is the thought leader in the survivalist space. So here Phil is, and here's, um, excuse me, here's Merle Haggard. Now, how does Phil get in touch with Merle? Well, Merle is probably on some kind of social media. Even though he's not really trying to get on the grid, he's probably on some social media because he wants to stay in touch with the people he's trying to help. You know, how is he staying in touch? Through Twitter, Instagram, possibly. And if he's not on those, those sites, let's say he is at a conference. So how do people know who he is? Well, they have conferences. And conferences 
are a really great place to interact with thought leaders, with leaders in, in a particular industry. So we're going to go back to the um, social media aspect of connecting with Mr. Merle Haggard. What Phil's going to do is um, do his research on Merle Haggard. He's going to find out, um, you know, any of the podcasts that he was on. He's going to listen to those. He's going to find out a lot more uh, intimate details about Merle so that he can connect with him when he corresponds. He's going to um, check out his Instagram, check out his Facebook page, check out any blogs that he's written, any books that he's written. Make sure that he has an intimate knowledge of this man that he wants to connect with. Um, A lot of times people who have uh, businesses or ideas, they want to reach out to someone they think can help them. Well, you can reach out to them, but if you don't know who they are, if you don't know what what buttons to push with them, you know, you don't know what makes them tick, what they like, they're really not going to try to help you. This goes for reporters. This goes for thought leaders. This goes for leaders in industry and really anyone that you're trying to reach, uh, reach out to. If you want somebody to help you, you know, do some research. You know, see what they want. You know, see what makes what they like. And it'll go a long way in their corresponding back. If they know that you've done your research, they will more than likely re, uh, respond to your uh, initial request. Um, you know what so I like to say right there? Sure, sure. Say right just before you move on. I like to let everybody know listening is the biggest skill or is the one skill you want to acquire no matter what you do. The the best part of sales is listening. A person will always tell you how to sell them. And that's basically what you're saying. You need to listen. And, you know, if you're in a conversation, you listen to what a person is saying, but people speak when they write. They have websites. I, I, it amazes me as a market I'm a marketing professional just to let people know I do I'm a business and marketing strategist so I develop sponsorship but it amazes me how people tell me who they want to sponsor their event and it's like well do they even sponsor your type of entity well I want you know it's all about you get all into you what you want and it's really about them and amazes me when people have public websites that people do not go to the websites, they do not look up the company, and almost every professional company will tell you what they're about, their marketing objectives, and their outreach, which are two different things. I don't need to go into that. But they give you all the information right on their website. might have to Uh look for a moment, but it's not like it's secret information. So sometimes you wonder why people are non-responsive because just by the mere what you say proves you have not taken it time or energy to look them up, learn anything about them, because they can just tell by what's coming out of your mouth. Yep. Because if you did, you That's would probably choose other words. That's true. And, you know, one of the best ways I, I you know, going, piggybacking off of what you said, I learn about people through podcasts merely because when you're listening to the person's uh, inflection of their voice, um, they're telling stories, um, mostly intimate stories that they won't or don't share in their books or in other arenas. You find um, someone who has, does great interviews consistently. I like um, Jordan Harbinger of the Art, Art of Charm. He does really in-depth interviews, and he brings out a lot of details that you wouldn't be able to find or, or glean any other way. And I use these details to connect with the guests. So, for instance, one of his guests was, um, I think I mentioned last week, Brian Smith. He's the founder of the Ugg Boots. Did you know the, the founder of Ugg Boots? He's, he's from Australia. 
and I heard his uh, interview. Okay. And I just I reached out to him on LinkedIn, and he responded. And and it's like, wow, this is great. So Brian Smith of Ugg Boots uh, responded to my LinkedIn. Um, so we were uh, connected there, and then a, a woman named uh, Linda Clemens. She's a, a world-renowned, world-famous speaker. She brought Brian Smith, the founder of Ugg Boots, to Indianapolis just a few months ago. And so I actually got to interview him <laughs> in, in person, which is really great. Uh, and so that's a great way to meet and connect with him. So now any other time that I want to, um, you know, say, hey, Brian, how are you? I can just bring up our picture and say, hey, you remember me. You know, taking pictures of people when you're with them is a great way to jog their memory and let them know that, oh, yeah, you're not just some complete stranger. We had, you know, this time at this conference or we had this time at this, you know, event so that they're, you're not starting from, from square one. But so let's get back to, um, you know, the Phil and, and the Merle story. So, Still connected with Merle on uh, LinkedIn or um, social media, and he found out details by reading and listening and uh, following everything Merle does. So he's so now still can approach uh, via social media, and my favorite way is um, LinkedIn because I mean, believe it or not, people really do respond on LinkedIn. So, you know, that is really a great way to uh, send out an initial contact. Um, Twitter is another great way. Celebrities especially will respond on Twitter. So if there's something you want to uh, connect with on a a different level with the celebrity, you know, Twitter is a great way. Just make sure you do your research. Make sure you have something that they actually want and that they can actually um, use. Uh, a lot of times people will, will and they do me, people come to me with the craziest request, Jacqueline, I'm telling you. Do your research, please. So here's a, here's a funny story. I write, I'm a correspondent, uh, a contributor for CNN. It's online, and I, I just do, you know, PR type things, you know, nothing really heavy. Well, when I first put out that I am a contributor to CNN, I got a bunch of calls from different people all over the country, you know, telling me these horrible stories. This one woman told me a story about her ex-husband, how he's cruel, how he needs to be in jail for doing all kinds of things, and could I write a story about it? (laughs) And I'm like, well, no, that's not what I write about. (laughs) You really need to, you know, Keep your personal life, you know, don't air your dirty laundry for one, but um, she had no idea what I wrote about. She didn't do any research on me other than finding out that I'm a contributor. So, you know, I didn't, I, there was nothing I could do. So don't make sure mm-hmm. you search for people. I don't see you get that a lot too. But um, that is, that's key. Um Connecting, connecting, connecting. And then also following up. So let's say uh, Phil went to a conference, uh, a a survivalist conference, and he met all the leaders in the survivalist field, all the people who could possibly promote his product. Um, So he got a picture with them. I love getting pictures. And if nobody's there to take your picture, do a selfie. Just take a selfie with that person. And then send them a card. I love send-out cards. Are you familiar with send-out cards, Jacqueline? Yes, yes. Uh, and um, everybody raves about them. I know a lot of people use them. <laughs> Lots oh, of people. yeah. I love them. I love send-out cards. So um, send them a physical card. And this is getting back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, people actually wanting to touch things, you know, a book, something to hold in their hand. If they have a picture of or a card with their picture on it, they won't throw it away. They'll always see your face next to theirs, and they'll keep it. So 
you know, make sure you send them a card and let them know that you enjoyed meeting them, where you enjoyed meeting them, and, you know, something uh, that you admired about them. And then keep it up. Don't just do it once. Do it maybe two or three times. Hey, you know, um, just thinking about this moment or maybe not that. That's kind of creepy. Um, you know, maybe a happy birthday or a happy anniversary, something that's specific to them. And, and by the way, smingling does take time, just like any other relationship building activity. So um, don't think it's going to happen overnight. Uh, it, it usually doesn't. It's over time. It's like planting seeds. A lot of times you hear about people saying they're planting seeds. Well, it is. It's planting seeds all of the time just so that when you need it, you can cultivate it and you can, um, you know, go back and, and use those. But, you know, if you have a product, you don't necessarily have the time to, you know, plant the seed. You need something now. You need to activate those seeds now. So that's when um, you kind of want to <laughs> you use the, the relationships you have cultivated. You know, you ask those people to um, introduce you to those who you might not have access to. Now, when you, and this isn't even in the book, Jacqueline, this is something extra, because uh, these are the things, these are the lessons I've learned. Whenever you are referred to someone or whenever you're referring someone, that is an extension of you. You want to make sure that you treat that person with the utmost respect. Um, You want to make sure that you know, whatever, whatever you do for the person that, um, whatever that person does to you that has been referred to you, um, you want to show gratitude and, um, you know, just, just treat them with so much, with a lot of respect because it's a reflection on the person who introduced you. If, if they don't follow up, if, um, get your product done or get what they say they're going to do done on time, it's a reflection on them. So you want to make sure whoever you refer is good enough to bear your name because your name goes along with that. Don't refer someone that you really don't know. And if you do refer someone that you don't really know, make sure that's clear. Let them know, hey, I don't know them very well. I haven't used them but I know that they are in your industry, so you might want to connect. You know, make sure it's clear that you don't have a history with that person, and that way it won't reflect on you so um, glaringly. But back to, um, back to schmingling, uh, we want to make sure when you schmingle, uh, follow up is key. Follow up. They always say fortune is in the follow-up, and that is true. Uh, send the card, uh, send an email, even pick up the phone and make a phone call. Hey, how you doing? Um, you know, great article. Here's a way to uh, keep track and keep up with people who are often in the news. There are, um, there's a man, his name is John Levy, and he, he lives in Manhattan, and he has these parties called uh, Influencers Dinners. And at his dinners, they're only it's an invite only. Uh, he plans them months in advance, and he has people who are maybe um, Nobel Prize winners, uh, celebrities, musicians, um, just you know people that he would all you know you would you would just love to to meet. And he has these dinners you know a few times a year. And I heard an interview that he did on. Um, the Art of Charm with Jordan Harbinger that I mentioned earlier. He was also featured in the New York Times, and he's been, you know, he's an author, and he's kind of a big deal. Well, I wanted to get in touch with him, so I did. I connected with him on LinkedIn, and I emailed him and tweeted and all of this. And so we began to, you know, tweet back. I even sent him a video. Um, Now, whenever I see his name pop up, on Google Alerts, and I'll explain that later in just a second, 
whenever I see his name pop up on Google Alerts for an article that was written about him, I'll say, hey, you know, great article in whatever publication it was in, um, you know, keep up the good work or something like that. And he'll say, oh, thank you so much. You know, he'll respond, um, how's it going? And so we keep the dialogue going that way. So Google Alerts is a great way to keep an eye out on what people are doing um, so that you don't have to keep, you know, wondering or keep, you know, reading every single paper. Google Alerts is on uh, your Google, uh, help me out, uh, Jacqueline, uh, Google, it, it, it's a, a way for you to, to put in the name of a person. Go ahead, Jacqueline. You know how to explain it, don't you? No, okay. Now, what were you saying? Because uh, moving around and sometimes I move up, so having a little hard. Oh, I'm sorry. After I'm the sorry. Google alert, okay. you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just explaining the Google alert. What what a Google alert is, yeah. how it works. There it is. Yeah, well, okay. yeah, well, okay, Google Alert just works as, it's, um, it's like a trigger. What you do, you put in, um, you look for keywords. Like, I have a Google Alert on ceasefire. I was doing some work with a young girl, a young woman now, because she's in college. But she um, heads up the, the youth division for the National Action Network, and she's been mm-hmm. doing it since she's about 10 years old. And she went, she's doing a, a nonviolence 90-day ceasefire. So I wanted to see whenever something came up around that or, you know, if news and all was coming up about that. So I, you know, I, you just put in, um, I would just Google, Google alerts. And you, all you do is input the keywords, whatever those keywords that would trigger that. Um, also was doing a campaign, a Pepsi challenge which was, you know, attempting to um, win money for a client of mine. Um, we did Google alerts around that to see whenever, you know, that will come up. D- just anything. Right. I've done Google alerts around poetry. As I'm looking to develop certain things in poetry, I saw I've done Google alerts around, you know, poetry things. Um, I know a lot of people really, you know, PR people really, really do use the Google alerts. Oh, and there's yeah. a news service. Yeah. It's called News, N-E-S-L-E. I don't know if it's N-E-W-S, N-E-W-S, News.L-E, Newsly. And it works along with LinkedIn. So what happens, all my friends on LinkedIn, whenever somebody comes up in the news, it shows me on my LinkedIn feed. Hmm. So and and I get a you know message in, in my um in my Gmail because that's what I use for my LinkedIn. So any one of my friends, any my network, whenever they come up in the news, so it could be a local Philly paper, it could just it be a blog. Uh, Microsoft apparently somebody at Microsoft is in my network. Um, the CEO. Oh, wow. Every, lately, I've been every time I keep getting um. Microsoft feed so and so is in the news, so I know the only time that notice that I get who's in the news that's through my newsly feed. So I can go back, say like people that I really you know if I know no local people, congratulations, good luck. You can respond accordingly, or plus, or yeah. again, it's just information knowing what they're doing, what's important. And so I've been, like, sharing certain things on the Microsoft. I found out when Microsoft is having all of their conferences, but they've, they've done a restructuring for the year. They've done a restructuring. And I know Microsoft is one of the people we want to work to get a sponsorship. And um, two years ago, Microsoft's message was very muddled and found out they were going through a transition. Right before when Windows 10 came out, their messaging was muddled. It was hard to see. You you just couldn't find a tagline. They were slogan. knowing. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just different products. You got Windows 10 over here, like all these different products, but there was no unifying messaging. So it was really kind of hard to do the research to make the proposal, you know, and there are different divisions and things. So certain things, certain people, they were looking to do certain things, but then, you know, they weren't really looking. To, that was more community-oriented. 
and um, really wasn't the funds we wanted. But um, since then, because actually I did when I, we we did send something, we talked about you know you know message and messaging. We could support them in that. But since then, they've come out with very clear messaging. I know they were going after the VR, the halogen. We knew that's what they were working on. I guess they were having some issues, and I guess they needed for the Windows 10 to come out and actually be successful, maybe. And maybe they were just, I think, positions were transitioning. So mm-hmm. I've actually been following that Microsoft story, and that's why it's kind of important, and sometimes it even makes you understand. So now I just have a much clearer idea of truly where they want to go because I've been reading up on them. And you really, um, I just think it's really important. Everything you're saying is so important. And that's almost in all aspects of your life, not just business. But mm-hmm. whenever you Absolutely. want something from someone, because marketing is just like having a relationship. You don't always take everybody to a five-star dinner. Sometimes you might take them down to Mickey D. Sometimes you might wind them and dine them. You have different experiences and interactions. But every, you know, yeah. the one thing I know I always hate, somebody that's supposed to be my friend or know me or want to get to know me, I can tell clearly from whatever they say, they don't have a clue as to who I am. And that is very, very annoying. And in business, yeah. I have time for it. I'm too busy. And when people ask me to do this network marketing thing that all you got to do is go to my profile. I tell you everything I do, which is about 50 yeah. million things. So what makes you think I want to sell, you know, <laughs> Tracy Lynn jewelry? I mean, I mean, it's yeah. just so unconnected from anything that you say you do. Great. And they just go off with <laughs> their spill. And I know the industry, so this is a total industry spill they don't ask me anything. They don't, hey, how you doing? I'm looking for people in case you want to. You know, I'm looking for higher people. Did you see what I, you know, what makes you think I would want you to hire me? You exactly. know, it just doesn't make sense compared. And you can clearly see through those things. And those are people I shut down right away. I was like, yeah. you know, it's pretty rude. I was like, if you really want to know, go back, read my profile, and then coach me with something mm-hmm. that's going to help me do what you can see I do on my profile. If you can show me how your opportunity will help me get to what I have stated are my goals or what you mm-hmm. can see are my goals, I'm willing to listen to you. And that's for you know everybody. How many people ignore that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. What does Oprah always say? All we want to, all people want to do is be heard. Mhm. So if you just don't acknowledge heard. that you hear a person, yeah, they just want to be heard. And you can do that in any way. So everything you're saying, the follow up, saying thank you, those are little mm-hmm. things. Like I'm literally cutting out a lot of people. And not that they're not good people, interesting business people, but, you know, I do a lot, for, you know, not that I do so much, you know, like this one guy, he's really great, love his art, love his creativity, but he's so focused on what he does and he doesn't really support anybody or he deems who he wants to support, but he's not afraid to constantly, consistently ask. And, you know, where I, you know, donate a little bit every month. Um, I even got the final call, which I don't really read, you know. You know, sometimes the final mm-hmm. call is a good read, but I don't want a subscription, but it helps. And I know he was a righteous brother. And so whatever I could do, you know, um, help him and his family, okay, what you're doing now, uh, hey, here you go. Because I really can't get out, you know, this is one of these performing artists. I don't get out normally like I used to because I care for my mother. So I I do, sometimes I buy tickets, um, I'll give them away. I do that to people for people because I can't really come out. And, mm-hmm. you know, most people appreciative, but this guy consistently for over a year, probably almost two years, consistently asks me every time he's doing something, consistently posts on my page, consistently asks, and everything I've asked him to do, he 
not yet done one thing. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's like, okay. Yeah, so it's like, you know, people don't, um, you know, they don't quite it's get not, it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so you know what? Here's it becomes, the thing, too. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, as far as going to, going back to um, people and relationship skills. So, you know, we have the social media. We have access to everyone and everything practically. But when it all boils down to is really, you know, just being heard one person at a time. You, you can't mass, you can't put out a blast for caring. You, you have to do it one person at a time. You have to, you have to give. You have to, you know, when you ask for something, you have to be willing to give something. And, and that's so true, you know, especially, you know, in business. When people get into these um, multi-level marketing businesses, they're so, so excited. They're so zealous and, and overzealous that, that they think that what they have is the cure-all for everything that ails you, but they don't even know you. They don't know what you do. They don't know that, you know, you can't really travel. You can't really, you know, you you can't get out like you used to. And I'm in the same position. So, you know, what do I need really with to be long to a travel club? (laughs) You know, it's, it's a burden for me. So, you know, if if you know that about me, you would offer me something that I could use. You know, maybe rest yeah. here, something like that. But yeah, um, it it gets back to knowing the person, to doing your research, and and finding out exactly what it is that makes that person, um, what makes them tick, what what helps them out. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I think the one other thing is that. Mm-hmm. I think the one other thing that works is what you do, whether you may state it or not. When you do things from a heart of service, and if you really look at all of the big gurus, the mentors from the Tony Robbins to the Zig Ziglar's, all of those people, they will always come from a, a heart of service. Because uh-huh. we think, I got something to sell, I just want to go sell it, go sell it. It's not about knocking somebody over head and making them take it. It's about how can I help you? Right. So in, even in your product or service development, which is still your product if your product is a service, in your product development mm-hmm. you have to know what um, pain this solves, what pain does this calm, what pain does this heal. You have mm-hmm. to know what is the pain point, who's the person, what's the problem, and how are you helping so when you yep. look at that, if I'm developing a relationship, instead of like, don't get so anxious because it shows. You know, I'm a person that does sales, and when you do sales, you read people. So it may not necessarily be for everybody, but at this point in time, as old as I am, you know, I just I read people right away. But when you're mm-hmm. too anxious or, how, men, how do you say it when, when a woman's thirsty? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you can tell when that person's thirsty, you know? <laughs> and you're yes. too anxious. Don't so you got, it's thirsty. just like, yeah, when you make a call on the phone, you smile. Even though they person can't see you, that smile comes through. So you got to right. make sure what your intent is because that that will come through and the person feels like, oh, you're just trying to sell me, just trying to, you know. And it's not that people mm-hmm. mind being sold because people buy things every day, but they don't want to feel like they're being gotten over on. So if right. you look like, like how can I help you? Sold. And also with that mm-hmm. thought in mind, you think of things just, you know, like um, – I told you we spoke and I started, you know, um, a sponsorship course because um, it's always continuing and we're doing all of our fields. And so I found one that I felt was worthy and affordable. And um, so he, um, um, let's say, belonged to a LinkedIn group. I belong to a lot of, you know, groups in the industry. And that's where I first you know, saw the um, opportunity 
and he posted something in the feed. I guess he did an update, LinkedIn update. And you're right, everybody. She is LinkedIn is the place to be if you want to do business. <laughs> as far as the social yes. network, LinkedIn is responsive. Yes. And um, so he just did a post about you know he's giving away an ebook, uh, you know a book, whatever. He's giving away a book on sponsor. If you want a book about sponsor templates, whatnot. And he just did a post. It probably, I guess, probably just came up. A couple of people maybe had liked it, and I said, and I made a comment. I recommend. I got the book, and the book was so good that I've signed up for the course. Oh wow! Um, you know, he gives great relevant information. Two lines, and he came right back and said and replied, "Thank you. That's so awesome, Jackie." And he replied like that. So he'll probably mm-hmm. notice that I, I sent him an email because I missed the coaching session when I first came in. So now um, Lee Green, he's the founder of in the National Black Business Trade Association. He was on a few years ago, and the association is not around, but he's one of our history makers we need to learn about, named Lee Green. But Lee always said it's not about who you know, it's, who knows, Who knows you? you? Yep. And what are they thinking? <laughs> that's, that's what impression did you leave? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And that's so why it's so Now when you see my like, name, uh-huh. it'll be on the positive thing. So if I go to ask them a question, you know, I'm not like a yeah. hundred people out the class maybe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And, and you know, that's why it's so important in Schlingling. Um, that is the the crux of it. You know, it's not who you know. It's who knows you. And that's when it, you mm-hmm. build that know, mm-hmm. like, and trust online and, and via sending uh, cards and emails and, um, you know, keeping up with the people. When they know you, when they know that you know them and they begin mm-hmm. to know you, then... Yeah. You can say, hey, you know, I'm working on this because you know that it's already aligned with what they're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. Then you can can take it a little further. But don't take advantage Mm -hmm. of it, you know, just like any friendship or any relationship, but it's it's one step at a time. And, yeah, you're right, Jackie. It's who knows you and and Mm -hmm. getting on their radar. It just takes time and it takes a, a system. And so what I've created is more of a system on how to stay connected, how to build those relationships and plant the seeds that you really need to uh, to create. But yeah, this is a uh, this is really good. So how stuff. can they get the book? How can everybody be like oh, me? You can, how can you get <laughs> Schmingling, the art of being well connected? Well, Schmingling is on Amazon.com. And you can check it out um, under Schmingling, or you can get it on Kindle. And if you um, want, I'd... go ahead. It's also available, like, if you look up the, if you go over to Blog Talk Radio, Massacreo Radio, you'll see the description. The link is available there, and we will have it on the Beyond Talk website that you can just click on the link and go to Amazon. Um, and what else did you say? Cool. Yeah. Say, um, you I was, say uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to say that um, I, I've done some different events uh, around Indianapolis this past few months, and I have a, a couple of extra copies. So if you want an autographed copy, um, you can send me a message, uh, send me an email at faith at faithmckinney.com, and I can uh, send you an autographed copy. Um, but yeah, on Amazon or through the uh, our website here on the station or on Kindle. Okay, and you so know what? Is there going to be a New Year giveaway? Is there going to be a New Year giveaway that we can post? Is it the first ah. person, the third person, or what? You know, can we make that a New Year sure. giveaway? Well, you, I'll let you decide. I'll let you decide. We'll give away. Um, we'll give away two. So, um, okay, you, we're gonna, you decide. Okay, we'll give away two then. Great. Well, 
we definitely we give away one on Friday, which is Day of Kwanzaa, um, Cooperative Economics Day, Ujima. So we're going to give away, mm-hmm. um, we'll give away one on Friday and then one on New Year's Day. So the New Year's will right. start off. And so um, wonderful way to start off the New Year. So we yeah, have so a few guys, minutes. We have mm-hmm. a few minutes, Jacqueline. You know, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't necessarily know resolution. You know, always working to be better. I do, you know, I have realized that I'm, like I said, I'm realizing relationships that are of value and aren't of value for me. And it doesn't necessarily mean that people, you know, aren't good people, but I'm realizing I have a lot of relationships that are very one-sided. And I'm getting, mm-hmm. you know, really focused. I'm just, you know, getting real focused. I, I think my thing is, and my my one um, resolution for myself is to publish. Uh, even one of my oh. church members told me, I see a novel. I see a novel. I can't wait for you to write. I didn't plan on writing no novel, novel like that. But people have been asking me to write on marketing. And I have a few things midway. So my commitment mm-hmm. through the month of January, every week I'm going to publish something. So I have articles right now on LinkedIn that I haven't finished that I just have to finish up so that, you know, they read the way I want. I mean, I have I don't know how many articles and blog posts, you know, written because whenever I have an idea, I write things down. So I have a, a journal that I have of things. But things, I said for the month of January, every week I will publish something. So All right. My, that's my commitment a good one. Is to kick off the year publishing and really work on publishing. So I um, manifesting is still my theme. It's the mm-hmm. abracadabra. That's what that means. But manifesting is still my theme. I'm just you know, looking to manifest and you know, I've come a you know a good ways. You know, I really got real focused for 2016. And sometimes when oh, I yeah. always see the um, there's gold in a lesson, even though things may not pan out the way you wanted them to in your mind. It doesn't mean they didn't pan out well. So I right. know um, there were there were good lessons. And again, when you reach out, correct. In the right way, you're establishing groundwork. And so I'm excited. I'm excited because I met you in 2016, Faith, and you have been just phenomenal. Another LinkedIn. (laughs) You and Jason. (laughs) You know, tingling. Now, okay, quickly, I'm going to tell you how I met Jason. Um, I, I wanted to get into a book or a magazine. I wanted to, to have somebody do a story about me. But then I saw that somebody did a story on Jason. It was the Minority Business, Indiana Minority Business uh, Quarterly Magazine here in Indiana. And it was Jason's mm-hmm. book. And I said, wow, how did he get in there? So I read the, the article, and then I uh, saw his contact information at the bottom of the article, and I emailed him. And I said, hey, great article, you know, how did you get in? And, and so we started corresponding from there, and I, you know, would, would, you know, stay in touch over the months or even over a year. Um, and then mm-hmm. presented the opportunity to, um, well, then I met you, and then you, you told me what you were doing. I said, oh, that sounds pretty good. You know, that sounds cool. <laughs> you know, he knew I was in yeah. the business realm because that's where we, we bonded. And um, yeah, so that's that's. And then when we started. came up with the idea to do a radio show, when it first, you know, it's like, hey, what about faith? And you were like real responsive, like, hey. So it's just being open on people's radar. Sometimes you don't necessarily know how a relationship will pan out, and just mm-hmm. like Jason and I were, you know, part of the urban tech fair, and um. I knew him on social media. You know, we networked. I don't know if it was necessarily heavy, but we did network. And he knew I did marketing. So when his book came out, he said, I need some help with marketing my book. So I wrote the press release that got that article. 
So oh wow, you know, we never yeah, and, you know I I wrote a press release that put together. Um, well, we were attempting to get him some book signings, and one person. Um, I wrote the press release. We we, we distributed. Um, he, he actually had found a new service. I gave him a couple of tweets, but he had found a new service, and um, he got on Tuskegee, um, not Tuskegee, um, Fifth University Radio. He got the article, and he got a book signing up in Chicago. So it's like, and then I ha- I really do know the book industry. I used to sell books. And then, um, I don't know, um, I guess because I do marketing PR, so books, I was always at conferences. So, but like Maria Dow, the few people, when they come to Philly, I've helped them. And I, since I used to sell books, I know how the book industry has changed. And, and I know what the bookstore is looking for. It's like, it's not as easy necessarily to get book signings now. They really want to know, are you going to bring people or you may get the book signing, but will they order your book? Yep. And so you and, kind of look at distribution a little differently. Industries. Yeah, that's across well, all um, industries. Well, what it, it yeah, it, well, it changed a little. Yeah, see, in music changed. See, techno, um, I don't know if it's all just technology, but the industry's definitely changed because before you, they used to just whatever book come out, they just order them, just get them, and a lot of them just would sit there. So unless they're major ones coming from the major publishing houses, they a bookstore is not going to order, even if you have an um, ISBN, they're not going to order your book. Mm-mm. So they may let you do a show, but still, if they do that, they don't even want to invest in your book unless they know, just for that show, unless they know some books are going to come. So they may ask you to bring some books because they're not sure if they want to invest yet. So yep. you have to, when you're doing your book signing strategies, you have to find a way to bring people to that establishment and have to get people coming here asking for your book. Now, once people ask for it, they're glad to order it. Yep. So Absolutely. TV too. Um, huh? Well, I said it works for TV too. You know, if you're if you have, um, let's say mm-hmm. you have a, a, a segment on a news show. You know, they're they're talking about mm-hmm. your book. Um, one way to get back on that show, if you want to, get a few of your friends, like ten of your friends, to email the the uh, the stations, email the the producer of that show, and let them know how much you enjoyed that particular segment. And what you learned, you know, something that lets them know that you actually did watch it, um, and mm-hmm. then email them. And that will that, and it helps them. It helps the producer. It helps the station because they have to prove that they have a viewership. And when they have a response yeah. like that, they'll get that person back on because they know they have an audience. So do this, yeah. just doing those type of things will get you back on television. And it worked for me. So I know it'll work for for um, yeah. others. But no, you're anyway, exactly Jacqueline, right. We, it, yeah, we are over this day time and age. Right it really now. is about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but this day and age, it really is about um, people get you in a place, but you really you have to invest in getting people to those entities. So I'm glad to learn about smingling. Uh, I can't wait for my book because you. Uh, I had to sit down and just I'm listen so to the last show for all the good ideas that you had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so appreciative. Thank you for letting me share Smingling. Um, you know, it, when you get your copy of the book, you'll see some of the pictures of the celebrities that I was able to get access to um, just through mm-hmm. Smingling. So, um, you know, yeah. those things I, I teach in, in the book. But, you know, thank you for allowing me to share Smingling on Blog Talk. Uh, on Beyond Talk with Faith Moore McKinney, and thank you for being a wonderful, wonderful co-host and producer. And have a fantastic new year. Yes, yes. You have, everybody have a a fantastic new year, have a fantastic week, and we just speak greatness for you in this new year. So whatever is you, the best of you, that's what we speak for for the new year. 
So remember, just go to Beyond Talk dot B E E D C or B E E D Conference dot org. If you go there, there you'll be able to see the giveaway. Just give me about half a day. Give me about twelve hours to get it mm-hmm. up, and then we'll post up the giveaway so that. Um, you can sign up and give away. And if you if you don't want to wait, um, where can they email you? Uh, faith at faithmckinney.com. Okay. So faith at faithmckinney.com. If you want to just email her right now, you can do that. And um, But we'll post on a website and we'll post through social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yep. So have a great day. Thank you, Faith. You too. Thank you. Everyone right. have a happy new year and a safe and healthy one. We'll see you in the new year. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.